Hello there and welcome to Chip Advisor. Yes, hello there. I'm Phil. I'd like to apologize for last week. It was fairly shambolic. If you haven't listened to the pancakes episode, then, well, yeah, I shouldn't apologize yet. We don't know what today's going to be like. Anyway, hello, everyone. I'm here with... Harry, where's Harry? Harry! Hello. Hello, Harry. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. Yeah, last week. I mean, where to start, really? Yeah, where well, that's... to start? So I wasn't here last week because I went on a re- retreat. Oh, lovely. A, um, a mindfulness and wellness retreat. Oh, um, nice. And I did a lot of meditation and mindfulness, and it, is the, it was terrific. And I realize now that the reason that I was sent on this retreat was so that I could be calm and centered and grounded in order for me to listen to last week's podcast. Because if, <laughs> if, if I hadn't been on this retreat, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I'd be now, quite honestly. I mean, for goodness sake. I mean, you're, 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 Phil, I mean, sorry, it's, I mean, generally it's Mike, but this, this time it's you, Phil. Yeah. You're going, presumably in your cat jumper, to a school hall somewhere with your long-suffering <laughs> wife and children who are like, what are we doing? And watching a school play. And like, you've got your cat jumper and shoes on and they're ringing the police, presumably. Who is this? <laughs> yeah, what well, are you doing? It wasn't a school play. It was just a small amateur dramatics company. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And don't, don't think it's coincidence that I've introduced you first so the listeners don't right. turn off thinking that you're not okay. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you very kindly said that I was the glue that holds the podcast together. I'm not sure about that. Lewis is the glue that holds the podcast together. We'll see by the end of the podcast because we're getting the band back together today. I'm here yeah. with Mike as well. How are you, Mike? How now, Brown Cow? Uh, yeah, good, good to see you leading with the big hitters uh, yeah. first with, with, with Harry. Very good, very good. Good to have him back. I'm curious, Ari, was how much of the retreat was like helpful in, in the mindfulness respect and how much of it was, was helpful in that you just got a lie in and didn't have to do any jobs? <laughs> okay. Um, blimey. Uh, well, no, it was, it was, um, it was helpful in the, um, in, in the mindfulness. I mean, just yeah. to be, you know, serious for a moment. I, you know, yeah. I suffer a bit suffer a bit with the old um, mental health and it was very good um good. yeah for me to yeah have a bit of concentration time on myself think about mm. things think you know breathing it's all about breathing we won't talk mm. about it right now but maybe we'll do a meditation episode i mean the consequences <laughs> of the fact that i was on my own and was able to get a lie in i mean that that is really is you know inconsequential to, okay. the, to the other stuff but beneficial yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, We're also here today with Lewis. How are you, Lewis? I'm all right, thank you. Um, yeah, like like Harry, I try to be quite centred and mindful and prayerful. But I tell you what, I needed quite a lot of all my concentrations of prayerfulness after our last episode. Um, it was yeah. it. They were dark days. 
but 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 it's a new day today. It's a new day and a new pod. I'm excited. And to think, I edited out ten minutes worth of discussion. Just, just ten. Just to ten, be... and purely to try and reduce the offence being given to the Scots. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Mike. I don't know what happened to Mike that day. I think he had, he had had a bad day or something. It was a Friday yeah. night, lads. You don't record after I've worked for a week. No, true. We bad we news. work. Well, we're recording on a Friday lunchtime today, so we'll see what that does to things. And we're talking about afternoon tea. Mm. Oh, I love an afternoon tea. And we're doing this because it's Mother's Day soon. And last week we did pancakes episode after pancake day. So we're, mm. we're getting ahead of the game on this one with an afternoon tea. Now, which of you have treated your wives to an afternoon tea on Mother's Day before? Yeah, I have. You have? Um, a homemade one. Oh, yeah, we've oh, done Very that, impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Mm, yeah. yeah I'm not... Which is cheaper, isn't it, Mike? It's a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've definitely done afternoon tea. I can't recall whether it was on Mother's Day or not. Yeah, you, I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think. I don't think actually have ever done afternoon tea oh. specifically for Mother's yeah. Day. I was just going to ask, just at this juncture, um, when is Mother's Day? It's a bit like Easter, isn't it? It moves around. Mm, it yeah. gets a bit That's confusing. A, uh, two weeks on Sunday. That doesn't help. Two Alice. weeks on Sunday. Right, <laughs> good. And, and, Sunday. No, no, no. But it helps me. I've just realised, actually, I'm saying that we haven't been out for Mother's Day for afternoon tea. I think I, during during those dark days of COVID, I think we have one delivered on Mother's Day where you could like... Oh when yeah, we were trying to support lots of businesses that were yeah. struggling. Yeah, I'm, I do now remember we did have an afternoon tea delivered mm. in, in a box. Very, very nice. nice. I, yeah, my abiding memory of um, Mother's Day growing up. Here we go again. Is that it was a, there was a three line whip that all the children went to church on Mother's Day. No, it's not sad. It really isn't sad. And <laughs> and the three no, yeah, and that was in that. place. No, certainly not. Certainly not that either. <laughs> Something just, in the um, middle of those two, Phil. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, just between there. Somewhere, you know. Uh, yeah, no, no. Free line whip. We all had to go. All, all four of us. Yeah, yeah. Tom Jones. Um, Quite unusual to see was, Harry in church. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but that was in the days when I was told what to do by uh, <laughs> the, the, ma- the matriarch. But yeah, yeah. So we all we all got we all got sent to church, and of course, every year you realise it was because your children had to go up the front and get a. A posy of flowers, mm. and, yeah. uh, and and you know she's not a she's not a, a greedy woman generally. My mother, but she did like her flowers, so she'd come out with <laughs> handfuls, handfuls, you know, of flowers in all in tin foil. Yeah. Well, of course but you'd now, all, of course you'd all get her a posy, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll have to yeah. chip up one at a time. Yeah, age age categories. Old Vicar Philip was pretty um regimented in in going up there. I mean, and, um, I, I mean, I do you do you do the same things now, I, Lewis? I mean, just to let you know, the the poses in tin foils was very much an order halt based thing. I'm not sure that is replicated uh, countrywide. Oh, really? Are, poses and uh, some kind of flowers to give away is is very much the thing. But the old poses with the um, tin foil around the bottom, in my experience, is very much an order halt based oh. uh, experience. Well, um, it still just... it still happens. Uh, to, to today and it's still the same lady making up those posies she's now i believe 96 Aww. but she still makes the poses of flowers and it's we've moved on as a church in that of course the mums will get one but then there's mother figures yeah and 
then it's just sort of a free for all. Dads can have one as well. Yeah, it's a day. It's a dangerous and difficult morning to hold. Of yeah, because you're going to upset someone. I don't mind it. I just let's have a Father's Day service where the dads get some chocolates or I don't know some football cards. Football or... cards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Mike, or, just... or, or not to have to go to church. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count for me too? Yeah, yeah, yeah I reckon. It does. <laughs> okay. So, so afternoon teas then a very British thing. Very, in fact, very popular in Ireland. Actually, first came about in 1840 when a dear lady, a friend of Queen Victoria, who goes by the name of Anna, who was the seventh Duchess of Bedford. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know. So the problem was that gas lights had started becoming a thing. And so people would eat later and later into the night because they could, especially the wealthy. Why, why is gaslighting called gaslighting? You know, like when you like, yeah, like I said, it's a state. It's a way you manipulate somebody mentally, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, I just, let's not worry about that right now. I've got a minute oh. of content this week. Sorry. Okay. So, so far. So, okay. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worried at any point Harry's just going to walk off. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah. Because he may have been told, you know, cut out the things that annoy you. Still <laughs> 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 <See you> later. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't walk off. I'll just zone out and concentrate on my breathing. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> So what had happened? These gaslights had. Could had we met... have a weekend away retreat? Would that work? Bit of a lads' weekend away doing some. Meditation? How laddish is it going to be with us four? Would you say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've 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 we all went on Mike's stag night. We can answer how laddie this is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we have lads' weekends away, it normally ends by ten o'clock with a peppermint tea. Yeah. So yeah, you know, incidentally, the term gaslighting was coined from the 1938 British play called. Gaslight in which a husband manipulates his wife into thinking she's crazy. Great, lovely. Thanks. Sorry, and, and, no. and, and, and sorry. No, just oh. to hold on. No. Yeah, just to think about our um, our, our weekends away. Yeah. Um, we don't concentrate on our own breathing. We concentrate on listening to you breathing, Mike, very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an excellent breather. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. We can all vouch for that. <laughs> anyway. The um the Duke Duchess of Bedford had invented something. Oh, so yes. the Duchess of Bedford noticed Anna. that because you'd have your lunch at midday and because you had these lights, you could eat later into the night. So people were pushing back dinner time and she got a bit peckish around four or five o'clock. So she then requested that whoever her chef or whatever made her some bread and butter, some pot of tea and maybe some cakes and brought them up. And in doing so, created what we would now refer to as an afternoon tea, which for those who don't know, as sometimes we get told, an afternoon tea is a selection of finger sandwiches, usually on three tiered plates, a selection of finger sandwiches. We'll talk about, you know, the contents of those because, uh, they're, yeah, they're questionable uh, often. Then you get a scone or scone. Scone. You get a nice scone with some jam and some clotted cream. Then you get like a selection of cakes and then all that with unlimited pots of tea and you just sit there. And it's it's very relaxing. It's much more relaxing, I find, than going out for a, a normal meal. It's a glorified packed lunch. 
yeah, it is a glorified pack lunch, but you're not having to pack it, mm. which is a bonus, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is one of the worst jobs around the home, isn't it? Doing the pack lunches. That's just a mm. bit. Yeah. True story. It's a bit rubbish. So, so it's it's much more relaxing than if you go out for dinner in the evening. It's a bit noisy and you know a lot going on. It's just something quite cultured about stopping, having an afternoon tea, and you can it can last for ages because you've just got unlimited tea. You can really milk it. Oh, good pun. Oh, didn't even realize I was doing that. Mm, mm. Didn't even realize. Yeah, so smooth. So, so yeah, the afternoon tea then developed. And it, it became quite a, because it was made by the Duchess of Bedford, it was quite um, quite an upper class thing. And people used to, especially women, it allowed women to meet up together and natter and gossip and where normally women, you know, had things to do like cleaning. They would just be able to meet up. Anyone else natter. just started to feel a bit uncomfortable yeah. around the last mm. couple of sentences? That's no, but in those days, that's what they did. Right. I'm not saying women should be doing that. I'm just right, saying okay. in those days, traditionally, that's what women would do: is stay at home and, and clean. And, and they didn't place for nattering. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't get to do what women naturally do, which is natter and gossip. <laughs> <laughs> so they oh. would meet up. The women would meet up together, and and they'd have great fun. But they would dress up. And even now, if you go out for an afternoon tea, it is quite traditional that you will dress up for the occasion. Maybe not if you're going up the pub, you know, up the road. But if you're going somewhere nice for an afternoon tea, a lot of them have dress codes where you've got to be at least smart casual, which would be a problem for me, if I'm honest. Well, so they have bouncers on the door saying if you've got trainers on, you're not coming in. Pretty much, yeah. So there, yeah. there's strict dress code especially at some of the establishments that i've been looking up there's a strict dress code you must be at least what they would call smart casual but it became a, a real social event and lots of friends would meet up and have an afternoon tea nowadays it's it's more something you, you treat your mum to or you could go with friends though i mean i don't think we're going to ever meet up us for and have an afternoon tea we could have one at our retreat weekend. That's true. Yeah, that's quite refined. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, now the difference of an afternoon tea to just making some sandwiches at home, for me personally, it's the crockery, it's the bone china teacups, mm -hmm. the saucers. Yeah, it, tea tastes nicer out of a a cup and saucer than it does out of a mug. Am I right? Mm. I'm, I'm I'm not the right person to ask because I don't like tea. It, it tastes more refined. I don't know if it tastes better. Yeah. What well, you feel more refined drinking it that way, or more uncomfortable? If my natural my natural fit is more relaxed, then yeah, I'm a little on edge drinking out of bone china. Whereas, give me a mug, I'm comfortable. Yeah, but if you go for a nice afternoon tea at the Ritz or somewhere like that, yeah, then you don't want them to give you a Sports Direct mug of tea, do you? No, I, no, I don't suppose you do. No, I don't suppose you do. I think naturally I'm a bit of a scruff bag. Yes. So, so yeah. okay. I mean, don't hold back. So, again, take a second <laughs> to think. Um, yeah, but I, I, so I, I, I think going somewhere where you have to dress up smart. 
and eat, you know, delicate, delicate food and have your pinky out as you sip on your bone china. Um, oh. Yeah, easy, Tiger. Um, I know you're about to hit the, the bleep button. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It doesn't... I don't know that I do prefer it. I think I prefer a mug of tea and a, a meal dill sandwich. Oh, okay. Harry, you strike me as someone who's who's been for a few afternoon oh, teas. Oh, for sure. No, well, not really. It's not my yeah. it's not my go to. I mean, I I mean, I have had them, but not. Yeah, not very often, really. I wouldn't say. Hmm. It's not my now, number one. Now, the issue I I take with the afternoon tea. It's the sandwich flavours. The sandwich okay. fillings in oh. an afternoon tea are very traditional. You have cucumber sandwiches. Oh, Algernon. Yes. Are you okay there? Algernon. Bless you. In, in the play <laughs> and the, the, the book, Algernon. Oh, no. He was massive for the uh, cucumber sandwiches. Bear are with. you okay, Mike? Hold yeah. on, what's, what's going on? Algernon. Oh no, Mike. Okay, you, you can keep you can you can keep saying it, Mike, but no yeah. one's <laughs> really got any idea what you're talking about. Um, was it Flowers by Algernon? No. There's a Is famous film with Algernon in where he eats cucumber sandwiches. He's big on cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> You can keep saying Algernon until the cows come home, Mike. Uh, I don't really, yeah. Yeah, I don't about. like them. Don't like them cucumber sandwiches. No, well, the the traditional sandwich fillings you would have. Got it. The importance oh. of being earnest. Oh, good grief! Oh, wow. The importance of being earnest. Algernon ate all the cucumber sandwiches. <sighs> After all that, I mean. How how is that in your head, Mike? Sorry, <laughs> sorry to sound rude, but of all the things you've come out with over our time doing this podcast, that you've retained that there is a character yes. in in the importance of being earnest by Oscar yes. Wilde, yes. um, called Algernon. That's an that's absolutely amazing. He inadvertently think... indulges himself by eating all the cucumber sandwiches ordered for his aunt Augustus, Lady Bracknell, before she yeah. has even arrived. Uh, he then. Okay has his servant lie to his aunt, who says there were no cucumbers at the market that morning, not even for ready money. So, yeah. Wow. And, and there really, is, I mean, it really is an insignificant part of the book as well. How, how do you know was, that? I suspect it was quite early on in the book. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, when, yeah. I, when I was given books for reading at school, I would read the first chapter myself, and then I'd pay other people to read it for me and give me a bit of a synopsis. Uh, Heavens yeah. above, because I mean, the real famous bit of the importance of being earnest is the handbag bit, right? I don't know. Like I say, I don't try no. that far. No, that, wasn't really that, retained. That she, t he tells her that he was, he was found in a handbag in Waterloo Station or something like that, and oh. then she famously says, "A handbag," like that, and that's <laughs> very famous. Look it up. What is going on? What okay. is going on? Come on, guys. You just need to be better than the pancakes episode. Okay. That's all okay. we need okay. to do here. Okay. Can you tell us anything yeah. about how we get cheap tickets, Phil? So, no. It, for, <laughs> in in Gildyford, or whatever, however you pronounce it, which was the other highlight of the podcast, in a Gildyford, it's like your Italian heritage was coming out and you just didn't know how to say it properly. 
It happens a lot. I was in and, Milan on, on Monday. Yeah. yeah, I can see that that uh, the importance of being earnest is on at Salisbury Playhouse in May, Phil. If you want to go and watch, I that don't. Really stuff. I I vaguely remember reading it. It wasn't that exciting. So okay. afternoon tea sandwich fillings traditionally mm. would be something like cucumber sandwiches, a yes. lot of smoked salmon sandwiches, Ugh. egg and cress, mm. uh, coronation mm. chicken. Mm beef and horseradish, that sort of thing. So that is the problem we find when we, if we were to go, if I was to take uh, my wife out and my children and get an afternoon tea, we would be wanting to, have you got any cheese and pickle? You know, maybe even some cheese and marmite. I don't think it's, I don't think it's an event you take your children to. I don't think it's particularly child friendly. Oh, well, okay. So there's a place uh, over near Brockenhurst in the New Forest oh, called yes. Rose, Rosie Lee. Uh, it's now Rosie Lee House. It used to be Rosie Lee Tea. I don't know why she's renamed it. And they used to do something called a Royal Tea, which was like a big afternoon tea set up that me and Holly used to go to. And when the kids were younger, there was so much food there that we could feed them off it. You know, they would... They would also join in on the sandwiches and the cakes and the scones and stuff. It was huge. And that was really good. And they allowed us to like choose the sandwiches. You had like a huge list of sandwiches and they'd go and make them for you. But if you mm. go to some fancy hotel, you tend to get what you're given. Yeah. Which is the problem because then the percentage of money you spent on sandwiches tends to be a waste if someone's giving you smoked salmon. I mean, oh, delicious. Oh, what a that would be my absolute favorite. Yeah, smoked salmon and cream cheese, please. Disgusting. Yes. Very fish, nice. Fish, fish. Yeah. Well, mm. I tell you, I mean, it might be controversial, but the best cream, um, the best afternoon tea I've ever had was at Cafe Rouge. Oh um, my goodness! Which, I mean, to be fair, I don't think a French person has ever frequented a, a cafe rouge. <laughs> uh, um, but instead of um, cucumber sandwiches, you got a croque monsieur. So nice. Are you Thanks. sure you just didn't go into cafe rouge and order a croque monsieur? Little, no, little mini croque <laughs> monsieurs on the, uh, as the sandwich um, course. Lovely. Oh, I mm. love what they've done there. Love what they've done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. I would like to do the quiz at this point okay, uh, to get the discussion flowing. So I've actually done some prep, so it's not guess what sandwiches <laughs> I like. Uh, okay, good. Very upset to hear. So here we go. It's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz. So, Mike, earlier you said that an afternoon tea is just a, an expensive packed lunch. Mm. Um, and so I've got the prices of an afternoon tea for two at various establishments here. And all you have to do is closest to the price. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's very simple. So I'll start you off with Rosie Lee Teas in Brockton. Tension music, please. Tension music, please. Okay. You want some tension music? You know oh. that. You know that. Rosie Lee T to Lewis is actually TT, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, essentially you're saying the same thing twice. Very clever, Harry. I hadn't realised that. Maybe she did that on purpose. Oh, maybe I know you know Rosie what Lee. I <laughs> <laughs> And you were calling her Rosie all that time. How <laughs> embarrassing. 
Oh, oh Rosie, Rosie, this is all, this is my why family. Have you, why have you changed the name, Rosie? Who are you? An idiot sandwich. Isn't it wonderful that your surname rhymes with tea and you do afternoon teas? I mean, it's just it's just amazing. <laughs> the coincidence. And now that's why she's just renamed it Rosie Lee House. This like the tea house. And yeah, that's yeah, that that's why when she uh, told when she told you to go up the apple and pears, yeah. you got told right. off for climbing in a fruit bowl, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Yep, yeah, lovely. Right. Okay. Well, now we know that. Um, <laughs> you know what? I would phone them, but uh, we don't have time. Uh, it's mm. very, it's very good there, but the prices have gone up, and now the children have grown. A royalty, as they call it, will not feed our whole family. So, um, anyway, quiz tension. And, and Mike, you don't actually know any more Courtney rhyming slang, do you? Because you would have gone on with that, but you only, you only know that one. <laughs> Very limited. <laughs> Whistle anyway, and flute. Quiz. Oh, Whistle right. and flute. Whistle and flute. Oh, I've got to stop Soon. this again. Yes. Yes. Soon. Right. All right. Sorry. Quiz. Let's quiz. quiz. So then, uh, the first, the first one. We'll go with Rosie Lee T. How much does it cost? for an afternoon tea for two at Rosie Lee's in Brockenhurst in the New Forest. Lewis. Oh, wow. I, I am struggling to think of the start of a starting point here. So we're looking at two people, the price for two people. Um, let's say, I'm going to say 55 pounds. Flipping Okay, uh, what I would say is, um, for this quiz to work, because I've got a number of prices, we are going to need to be a bit quicker than Lewis just was. Uh, Mike. <laughs> $24.95. Okay. Harry. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say somewhere in the middle. I was thinking 40 Okay, Harry, you get the point. It's £45. £45. Okay. Hold your blimeys, Mike. Claridge's. Claridge's in, in London. What How much, Mike? Like eight meal deals from the co-op for that. Um, marriages <laughs> um, in London, afternoon tea for two. It's a fancy hotel. Sixty-five pounds. Okay, sixty-five pounds. Lewis, um, I'm going to get higher than that. I'd say probably about eighty pounds. Eighty pounds. Harry, mm, I get a uh, seventy-five pounds. Okay, Lewis gets a point. It's £180. What? Wow. £180 for... Uh, yeah, for yeah, 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 fair enough. The, the two of you could go to TGI's and have a three-course meal four times for that. Okay, I didn't realise it was going to work this way, but Mike, if you wouldn't mind, after each one, referencing what you could have had for the same amount yeah. of money. Yeah. Keep it going. Keep Four it going. to TGI's for a three-course meal. Okay, Swanage Railway. It's gonna, it's gonna be. It's Claire's gonna love it when you're when she's eating her cream tea and you're going. You could have had three Tesco's meal deals for that, plus a Lucas aid. I mean, nothing says nothing says romance and you're a wonderful mother like reference. Yeah, I could have been in the pick and mix for three quarters of an hour for that. You're gonna finish that cucumber sandwich that's worked out. That's three pounds seventy-five. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right, this a one is a cucumber's forty-five p in Tesco. <laughs> How many? <laughs> Think of the markup. Think of oh, the I... markup. Sorry, I like, sorry. I... No, I like that your impression of Mike speaking is is also the same voice you use for Alan Titchmarsh. Oh. 
<laughs> right, Swanage Railway then. Uh, afternoon tea for two on Swanage Railway, so you also get to travel and see Corfe Castle and things like that. You also get a glass of champagne each. Oh. Oh. All percent. So, Harry, no, uh, champagne on this one? £55. Pounds. Five pounds, Michael. Ninety pounds. Oh, oh hello. Right. Uh, Sixty pounds. Okay, Mike draws level. It's one hundred and forty-nine pounds wow. for that experience. Three hundred oh. cucumbers. <laughs> oh, fish and chips on the Swanage Beach for that. Goodness yeah, me. Yeah, so one hundred and forty-nine pounds. Afternoon tea for two. Uh, it is three hundred right. cucumbers. That was that was quick maths, Mike. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I, it, it strikes me as the maths of someone who's not bought a cucumber when the inflation is so high recently. Oh, sorry, cost of living crisis. Cost of living crisis. Okay, Mike, let's head let's head north uh, yep. to your favourite area, Edinburgh in Scotland. Edinburgh <laughs> Castle tea rooms. Now, crucially, I'm looking for the price of afternoon tea for two without a historic Scotland membership. So, um, Lewis. Um, I'm I'm going to stick with um, the £60 which I offered for the Swanage Railway uh, okay. it was very wrong but I'll go £60 afternoon tea for two at Edinburgh Castle Tea Rooms Harry mm, good question very touristy there what did you say Lewis 60 yeah yeah I'm going to say 70 Michael, how much would you pay to go to Scotland? Yeah, cucumber sandwiches that have been battered. Um, I'll <laughs> go fifty pounds. Okay, uh, the correct answer is a hundred pounds. A hundred so... pounds. That's twenty-five tins of Scottish shortbread. Okay. <laughs> so, did Lewis get Lewis get the point there? No, uh, I think Harry. 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 So Harry takes the lead. Okay. The Baccarat Hotel in New York. And I want the price in dollars, please. The Baccarat Hotel in New York. Afternoon tea for two. Harry. Hmm. Now, I don't know what the Baccarat, the Burt Baccarat Hotel in New York is, so it could be absolutely really dreadful, couldn't it? So you could, you could be, it could be a bit of a ruse here that it's actually um, not posh. But I'm going to presume it is. So I'm going to say $350. Oh, $350. Okay, Mike. $80. $80. Go conservative. Mm, I was going Harry's line that I think this may be insanely high, um, but I'm not going to go as high as I'm going to say $200. Uh, no, $240. 40 crucial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Correct answer is... Three thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that is three thousand dollars. That is flights to New York and back twice. <laughs> so that is the most expensive afternoon tea in the world currently, and you get to take home a crystal tea set. It's all served in the actual crystal that it's served in is worth a million dollars. So I assume there's some sort of insurance you have to take out to have afternoon tea there. I would not but be taking is... my kids anywhere near that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but Mother's Day coming up. Yeah. So, let's see. Let's go for Harrods. Harrods. Everyone knows Harrods in London. 
after Lutifa 2 in Harrod. Lewis, you are from London. You've got a big, big leg up yeah. here. Always hanging out in Harrods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the old cup of Rosie Lee. Well, it's the only place that London is shopping then. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I feel it's not going to be as much as one might think. Um, so I'm going to say 150 pounds. 150, Mike. 75 pounds. Okay. No, Harry? well, Claridge's was 150, wasn't it? So 180 Claridge's. Oh, okay. Hmm. So 200, I'm going to say. And what did you say, Lewis? Uh, 150. Correct answer is 110. Ah. Oh, that is so, that is 55 oh. Happy Meals if you use the McDonald's app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does, does that when you go to the drive-thru does that not annoy you? When oh yeah, are you using the app today? Have you used the app? No, yeah. I haven't. I'm in my car. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Well, don't worry about that. Uh, we've got one more place. One more place to go here. Oh, let's go for the Assembly House in Norwich. You know, we should we should have more for our East Anglian listeners. So, the Assembly House in Norwich. Uh, Mike, how much? For a Thirty pounds. Thirty pounds. Oh, think they're quite cheap up in Norwich. Yeah. <laughs> Harry. Sixty-two pounds. Sixty-two pounds. And Lewis. Uh, Thirty-eight pounds. Harry was very close. It was fifty-nine pounds. What are the oh. scores currently? Oh. I absolutely no idea. No, I feel no like idea as ever. Harry's got four, and I feel like uh, Harry, you are the winner. Is it cause I'm cool? Is it well cause done, I'm cool? Just twice today, but well four done, you. Four Toby Carveries. Four Toby Carveries on what day of the week? Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it varies a lot the price you can pay for an afternoon tea. Mm. Um, fair to say. The Savoy is 160. Tutin Glen is 90. Just it's just ridiculous. It is utterly ridiculous. Oh, dear. What I'm is? indignant about this, guys. It's great. We're talking crazy money for a sandwich and a bit of cake. And a, and a scone. Oh, it's bonkers. Unlimited tea. Uh, Crucial. I've got a possibly, a, possibly a uh, glass of prosecco. Absolutely ridiculous. Mad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mad. <laughs> mad as healthy. I'm. I'm really sorry. If you were, so let's get on to some questions. Let's get yeah. on to some questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you were a finger sandwich, what what finger sandwich would you be? Mm. Probably. Beef and mustard because I'm beefy and I'm spassy. <laughs> I am a grown man, Malcolm. <laughs> I felt for a minute there like I was on blind date. Yeah. And you, I, you, the trouble was you lost confidence halfway through, I thought. And, it, and you're groping for something to describe mustard. And I'm not sure spicy is the way you describe mustard. I've got to be honest. Hot. Should have just gone with hot. hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the simple. You're, yeah. you're meaty and hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would have been. That I'm hot meat. Better. I'm hot meat. Uh, do you know I auditioned for Blind Date once? Did you? Yeah. 
and they asked me quite a pertinent question about what I'd be willing to do on a first date. And because I said, yeah, because I said no, they said, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, we don't need to take this any further then. And that was where the interview ended. Wow. They just wanted filthy hoe bags. <laughs> so they said, what would you do on a first date? And you said, no. No, they were quite pointed about asking what I'd be willing to do on a first date. There was something specific they'd be asking. It's still they were going after. There was a period when Blind Date was, Saturday morning would be the scandal about the contestants that were going on that night right. and about what happened on their date. There was a bit of a period of that happening. I um, feel like you would have applied purely because you wanted to meet Scylla. Well, I did love Scylla. You know that. Um, yeah. But but yeah, so at that point, they stopped the interview and said, well, in that case, I'm really sorry. We, we, we better leave it here. There's been a what? lot of surprising things today about how much different afternoon teas cost. The least surprising thing has been that you applied to go on blind date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to a hotel room in Brighton. Of course you did. Well, what, oh, so they were presuming you were up for anything then. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Bohemian, you... the bohemian lifestyle of Brighton. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. said, in the words of Meatloaf, I would do anything for love, but I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of it. And that was the end. That was it. Cut short. Off I went. Hello, yeah. Darkness. Got the bus back to Shoreham. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not far then. I mean, you're in Shoreham. I mean, yeah, which well, is Shoreham, international yeah. listeners is, a, is about... Five minutes from Brighton. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. It's not. Far. It's essentially the same place, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, Harry, if you were a finger sandwich, what would you oh, be? Oh, oh, right. We're still talking about that. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know, because I, I, I would, I'd well, um, gee, a ham and cheese and a bit of English mustard as well, because he's spicy. <laughs> 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 I like to ham it up. I'm slightly cheesy. Oh, it's good. Um, um, I'm keen on the pedestrianisation of Norwich City. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lewis? Oh, oh, we're carrying on, are we? Okay, right. Um, yeah. Salmon. Um, because um, I think... <laughs> I, don't want you... on, I don't want Phil on Mike anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> you said think. I thought you said stink. I did say stink. Yeah, because I stink. <laughs> right. Okay. I, um, do you get do you get to eat a lot of afternoon teas as a vicar? Not as much as you may think, and I may hope. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. They don't. A lot they of, don't whip. There's a lot of more. Bu- there's a lot of buffets, but yeah, less uh, afternoon teas. They don't whip out a Battenberg when they see you coming up the drive. No. <laughs> That's no, a that quiche, would, isn't it? That would mean. Yeah, I don't know if that an afternoon tea, that would be lovely. So any any of my parishioners who are listening always can make space in the diary for an afternoon tea. <laughs> Do you think quiche is part of an afternoon tea? No, no, I wasn't saying that. I wasn't saying that. You, I was that's, just saying, what you were, that's exactly what you're saying. No, what I meant is, if you're a Vicky, you surely yeah. eat a lot of quiche at bring and, bring and share lunches. Yeah, we should, we should oh, do an episode a, about quiche. Oh, hang on. We've already done obsessed, that. Absolutely obsessed with bringing share lunches. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the that's what, what you're missing out on, Harry. We've, anyway. We've actually, yeah, we've actually got a curry lunch this Sunday, if you fancy it, Harry. Oh, well, can I tell you a story? Yeah, yes. Mrs. B cooked dinner on um, Monday, I think it was, and we had chicken in, coated in something. And I said, oh, what's that? Oh, no. Nice. And I no. Came in. 
Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And I, she was like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She's like, I'm not telling you till you've consumed it. And I consumed it. And I've got to tell you, it was delicious. And then she told me a great delight. It was coronation chicken. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was marmalade for a second. No, I thought you were going not. marmalade. I thought it was going to be one of your chickens. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Right, Lewis flipping. <laughs> well, I thought that's where I thought their story was going. I thought it was kind of a real no, dark. No, 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 it was quite, but no. there was not a grape or indeed a sultana in sight. But anyway, sorry, what were you? I can't remember what we were talking about. Um, uh, so, so next question: What are your opinions on people who ask for coffee with their afternoon teas? Heroes of <laughs> life, renegades. Yeah. Yeah, well, I have a I have a personal rule that I don't drink coffee after twelve o'clock, so mm. not for me. After twelve o'clock, that I mean, is I mean, as, I mean, as you've asked, gives me acid stomach and keeps me awake. Mm. Okay, I'm really sorry to hear that. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. really sorry to hear that. What yeah. What is the the best? Oh, so my my answer to that is heathens. You should definitely <laughs> have tea. Uh, there's so many tea options available. So surely there's a cup of tea that you like. Uh, I, I drink a peppermint tea. Oh, the it's least you don't want that with sandwiches, though, do you? Yeah, exactly. I'm not drinking that with sandwiches. No. That's a palate cleanser just before yeah. bed. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. Why do you want to cleanse your palate just before bed? Oh, just so you feel all nice and fresh. You you you, you cleanse your palate between courses. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. We all know why. Right. Next. Uh, a light, a light sorbet. Yeah, <laughs> our upbringings were very different. And a, and a, and a moose bouche. <laughs> I don't know what that means. We'll do our moose bouche uh, episode another time. So on the scones, and I'm calling them scones. If you call them scones, that's fine. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. No problem. So, um, so Matilda said yes. to me today what you're talking about on the podcast and i said afternoon tea and she said it's scones for jam and cream and scones for cheese oh, oh. It's an interesting the yeah. yeah and there which led me to ask the question what is your opinion about scones mike and can you have cheese and oh yeah um and you... um, i mean okay. sorry so sorry is the scone or scone yeah. A savoury or sweet item? Okay, so traditionally, it's a sweet item. If you're making a cheese scone or scone, that's a savoury item, clearly. I'm happy to have butter on a cheese scone, but I don't want butter anywhere near my sweet scone because that's sweet and butter is savoury. Okay, I feel like so, what you've just explained is what everyone else in the world also already Well, thinks. I've seen fruit scones with butter. I've seen them. I've uh, seen them, and I'm not no. happy about it. Okay. But about your plain scone, scone, skin, scone. A, a plain scone would be if it's if <laughs> there's no cheese, plain it's sweet. Skin. If there's no cheese, it's sweet. Okay. Right. Okay. Yep. Got you. Fine. Don't so, want a bit of chutney on a cheese scone as well, just for the record. Yeah. Uh, cream or jam at first on the on the scone. Uh, jam. Oh. I no. did, do you know what? It's one of those things that people get very angry about and mm. the Devonians and Cornwallians uh, go to war about, but I do not care. 
whichever's nearest I put on first. Or whether it's not, <laughs> if someone else is using the jam, I'll put the cream on. I don't care. They all taste the same. Do you not mm. think that cream is like the butter replacement? So you have that on the bottom and then you have the jam on the top, no? Yeah, it's interesting. You you wouldn't, if, if you were making breakfast, you wouldn't, and you were having Marmite on toast, you wouldn't put the Marmite on and then put the butter on top, would you? No, you, you'd no, be you a would, disgrace no, to humanity no. if you did that. I mean, I mean... As, I mean, as a school of thought, one. I mean, I, again, I don't care. But as a school <laughs> of thought, I you one could argue that the jam had gone first because it's sticky and will keep the um absolutely keep the cream on. Yeah, mm. yeah. And if you're having another type of dessert, a fruit salad or something, you'd put the cream on top. You wouldn't put your cake on top of your cream. I wouldn't put cream on a fruit salad. I think that's oh. Possibly the craziest thing I've ever heard. But I'd also put I'd also put jam on top of my rice pudding. Because it's gonna it's gonna curdle, Lewis. It's gonna curdle. Ooh, All that oh, acidic is gonna is gonna curdle the cream. Oh, okay, well, okay. Each to their own. The Cornish say jam first. I feel, I feel the Devonish say cream first. Uh, so yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, other questions we have got. Where is the nicest place that you have ever been for an afternoon tea? Oh, my own home. Because <laughs> oh. I was sat smugly knowing that I'd not wasted sixty pounds going somewhere to, to <laughs> eat it. So did you make this did you make this afternoon tea, Mike? No, I bought some scones and uh, I did make the sandwiches. Oh, there you go. Hassle. Yeah. hassle. I mean, it's the same hassle that I go I make sandwiches every single day. Exactly. Have a day off. Not for sixty quid, thanks. I'll have a day off washing my car. Or a day off, I don't know, painting the walls. But I don't need to pay someone to make me a sandwich. When was the last time you did either of those things? <laughs> <laughs> I've had quite and, a few days off both of those. And 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 how and who did you pay to go to the supermarket to bring back the goods that you needed? Fifty. Oh, it was a delivery, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Phil, Phil, ring up Phil. Phil, if I give you five pounds, we go to the, go to the spa for me, please. <laughs> True, true story. Just the other night, I had to go around Phil's and I'd take the last of his mint sauce because I'd cooked a lamb rump steak and I was furious that the carp didn't have any mint sauce. I can't stress enough how much when you were doing that, I burnt some bacon. Oh, I am sorry. No, it's because you said I'm right. I'm actually on the corner now. Yeah. When you're on the phone, you're, uh, yeah. you're at the corner like of my road. So yeah. I got the mint sauce and ran out to see yeah. no car at all. You're like a <laughs> London cabbie. Oh, I'm just coming. You know, well, not a London cabbie. I've not been there, but a cabbie. <laughs> they just lie. So, so then, then I stood at the front door, clutching my mint sauce for yeah. ages, hearing my bacon burning. You're, and then you're notoriously the slow at coming out of your front door. Oh, that's just a rumor. No, right, it's next. not. You're incredibly slow. You lock the door at all times, even if it's like ten o'clock in the morning. You lock the door. It takes you ages. It's a double lock. It's, it's, it, it does take a, quite a time for you to come to your door. It's ironic because you love neighbours and they just used to walk through their yeah. doors all the time. So, yeah. I, Jerry, I mean, if, forgive me if we've talked about this before and do tell me if we have or we don't need to talk about it, but have we ever gone through the, the Grinch business on Christmas Eve? <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't want to spoil any magic that has been conjured. I don't think any magic's been conjured, but I think we did briefly talk about you dressing oh. up as the Grinch 
coming into the house nicking my bagel <laughs> that, that was which I'm not that I'm you know still upset but it had the last of my best cheese in it and just throwing it out into my front garden for the birds when I just made it I don't think we I think we have spoken about it uh, listeners that have to I'm right and if we we've definitely spoken this together in person but whether this has yeah. made it if onto you, the pod I'm not sure that if you want that Grinch costume sure. that Grinch costume gives you a real license to be mischievous <laughs> and I, I thoroughly made the most of it. Absolutely did. Jane, who asked a question, says, Tewkesbury Park Hotel in the Cotswolds was very nice for her after oh. uh, Right. Uh, next question. We have got a question. Did we, did we actually answer that question? I'm not sure we did. Well, well, I said my house. Oh, yeah, that house. was it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, once, I once had an afternoon tea at the Spinnaker Tower. It was for our wedding anniversary. My wife booked it at the Spinnaker Tower. And it was lovely, although there were some fishy sandwiches, which not ideal. But it was really nice. But it was on a really bright day, and it's like a glass room at the top of the tower. And I couldn't see, even though I was sat opposite her, my wife, and she couldn't see me, which was maybe a blessing. But we just squinted for about two hours and then went went out again. But it was that was quite nice. Spinnaker Tower. The 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 yeah the the image of you sat. At the Spinnaker Tower, overlooking the sea, eating fish, for me is akin to somebody having their burger at a cattle farm. Right. I mean, is it because this? Right. A, I didn't eat the fish. Obviously, all <laughs> fish all is the horrible. Fish live in the sea. Yeah. But <laughs> right. And their relatives are staring out the sea yeah. through, through the window, going, "Oh, poor old Bobler." Um, I don't know how people have got the nerve to eat fish and chips at the seaside. Frankly. Right. That, that okay. man in his catch-up there is anyway. eating great Auntie Gwyneth. I mean, it's just dreadful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, right. Next question. So sorry about the delay in finding these questions. I've just lost my page. I will find it. Here we go. Next question is from Joe. 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 She says, what do you do when your other half hates the scone course? Madness. And has anyone had a de- decent savoury afternoon tea? Hmm. Well, you get two scones, so I wouldn't be complaining at that. True. My my wife doesn't like fruited scones. She only likes plain ones. So sometimes when we'll go out, they'll say, do you want fruit or cheese scones? And she'll be like, can I have just a plain one? And they might not have it. Yeah, so so if they don't, then... Don't they normally offer a cheese one if you prefer? What's her issue with fruit, Phil? Oh, I don't know. She doesn't like raisins. Oh, uh, okay. Or sultanas or whatever, mm. whatever's in them. Mm. That you get a weird... Currants, yeah, all of all of that. They're all the same, pretty much. They're all the same. We, we'll do currants another day. We haven't got time for currants. Uh, so what would you do? So, yeah, you just get two scones. That's the answer, yeah. isn't it, Mike? Yeah, happy days. Uh, a decent, savoury afternoon tea. I once had one in Burley in the New Forest, in the Burley Tea Rooms, maybe. Maybe Burley Tea Rooms. Somewhere in Burley was nice, Joe. That was nice. Mm. Next question. Do you eat the scones or the cakes first? So presumably you have the sandwiches, and then what do you do, Lewis? I would go cake next. I think the scones are very, very filling, so I think I would kind of a bit lighter on the cakes. Yeah. I tend to agree, Harry. You're the expert. 
Yeah. Um. Well, it's it. Is it? Is it? Are they mini scones? Scones? No. Scones? No. They just said that you. Oh, do you know what? It's never, never, never really thought about this before. Um. Well, I mean, they're quite heavy, aren't they? Scones. Yeah. So I mean, you've really. I mean, you've got to decide whether you want to risk not fancying the cake afterwards if you have one. But yeah. So I think on reflection, cake first. Cake first. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mike, you wouldn't well what have you done in your home setups that you've you've arranged? I didn't really hear the question to be honest, so don't worry about me. Fine. Okay. Jackie says who can actually finish an afternoon tea? Me. Me. Easily. Uh, yeah, easily, easy, easy. Uh Harry, we need to go to Gardner's Corner because I have got a question for you. Yeah. Andy says, who likes a good cucumber sandwich? I assume. No. Saying. Yeah, no one. Uh, and being in an English tradition, should it be made with a burpless cucumber? A what? That's why we're here. What's a burpless okay. cucumber? And stop the music. Thank you. Um, so I think, <laughs> I think a burpless uh, cucumber is like thick. He's quite thin-skinned. I think old-fashioned old cucumber is quite thick-skinned, and the burpless cucumber obviously makes you burp less. Um, that makes sense. Is got a thin skin? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes perfect sense. Nick, yeah, one big scone or two small ones? One big. Two small, just in case you can't finish one, you can take the other one home. Oh, very good. Uh, one big yeah, me. but you, yeah, I'd say one big because you haven't got, you haven't got two lots of putting it on of you. Yeah, exactly. You want to relax. The joy of it is you can relax, you can natter, you can gossip, you can just be <laughs> with your friends. You That's can, right, you can, women. You, Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gossiping away. I've got to go. Oh, I'm not going to let you answer the last few on your own. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah um, okay. Take care. Much love to you all. All right. Cheery. Bye. 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 Right. So uh, Nick also asks, why are the sandwiches always on the bottom and the cakes on the top? Is there a logic behind the layering? Scones seem to always be in the centre. No. Any ideas? I think. Yeah, it's it's getting the it's getting the right center of gravity. I suppose it's in the middle, isn't it? So you've got to. Um, I wonder but, whether yeah, that's defining the order it should be eaten in. That's true. That is true. It kind of gives you an order to work from. If they're laid yeah. out like that, I probably would go cakes last, because I would. I don't want to go bottom, top, middle. Yeah, and no, I do agree with that. But if I. I know that is the way you normally. If I was making it, I would put sandwiches on the top, though. So you sort of work your way down the. It's just me down the pyramid. But, but you yeah. tend to have more sandwiches than you do cakes, so then you would have to have it inverted. So you'd need a bigger plate on the top. Surely. Yeah, if you're having, if you're having different size plates, yeah. If it's going in a, in a pyramid. Or yeah, this is bacon and brie, bacon and brie sandwich right now. That'd be good. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean. I don't know when the old pyramidical um, serving apparatus came in, really. Well, um, I did some research. Uh, oh, good. And 
and didn't come across that information. Uh, I oh, think okay. it was, Fair no, it was uh, around the 1880s, let's say. Right. Yeah. But all, uh, all we know uh, is pyramids are made out of sand. So that's fine. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, Talking oh, so sand. it's always been, always been presented like that, has it? Okay. Uh, well, it, it has since well, the upper classes used to have it. Yeah. So probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. Talking of sand, today I saw yeah. a, uh, this is a bit any other business, really. Yeah. We've come to that time anyway. Yes. I saw a life hack online, which. Or, or hint or tip, as exactly. they were called in the 80s. But this isn't even a life hack. It's just stupid. Where they say you should store fresh food in sand because it will last longer. So you should put all your like fruit and veg in sand in your kitchen. And it's, right. apparently it's a new craze that's going to start because people are realising how much nicer things will taste. Uh, well, so I think, I mean, this is the, back to my oh, good old, I always come back to, um, that things come round. Uh, they used to, traditionally, you stored root vegetables mainly in sand to, to preserve them, keep them, keep them fresher. I don't know about fruit. That sounds a bit odd. But yeah, so that's what they used to do in the, in the old days. But surely you then, I mean, no one likes a sand sandwich and no one's going to want a sandy, a sandy turnip. I mean, you realise that they were grown in soil to start with, right? Oh, for sure. But, but sand is much harder to get out of the crevices than, than soil is. Okay. How many crevices are in a turnip? Turnip's a bad example. I couldn't tell you if I've had a turnip in the last twenty years. Let's go. <laughs> let's go parsnip. Yeah, but then if yeah, but you would cut the top off a parsnip and then peel it, wouldn't you? Good one. Good one. I, I'm. I, it's it's your, yeah. it's your it's your it's your calabrese, your cauliflower, that that sort of thing. You don't want to be putting in in um, sand because you'd never get it yeah. out would you yeah, yeah so yeah i so i mean you've you know you you're constantly thinking about root vegetables phil which is yep it's a problem i've highlighted before is yeah, that so root vegetables is actually quite a thing that you could store in sand but all the all the rest of vegetables you're not going to put your your mange too your sugar snap in a, in sand oh, are you it's not going to do any good at all no um, you're right so, you're right yeah, yeah i'm so, sorry i'm sorry for getting angry yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, one of the bottos gets angry every week, pretty much. And he he's gone, so I had to. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. In Sorry fact, he got that. yeah, he got angry again today, didn't he? Can't remember what about, but um, anyway, we're not we're not allowed to talk about him when he's not here because he gets upset. So um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the cost. He doesn't like the cost. Doesn't like the cost of an article. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that was it. That's what he got irate about. So yes, don't. I think the moral of the story is don't stick your calories in sand. Okay, I'll I'll try not to. Don't know why he gets upset about the cost of that. If you make a pizza at home, yeah. it costs you like a quid to make. Yeah. Dough and all, maybe one pound fifty, maybe two pounds. But he, I've seen he'll happily go and pay eighteen pounds for a pizza. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yes. Well, there you go. Anyway, as I said, any, any other business? Yeah. Any other business, gents? I have. I have one quick piece. Oh, I just okay. need. To, I just... This one's for Harry. Um, oh, okay. Harry, All right. Whilst, whilst Harry was away on his retreat last, um, yes, last week, yeah, we I was in um, I was in Tesco's with Mrs. P, oh, yeah. and we bumped we bumped into your good wife and your children, and oh, no. um, and, and we were told that we were told by Amy that the children were making dinner that night, and they're yes. they're making dinner for her. 
and yeah. they were going to make they were going to make burgers. Now I just want to know how that whether that happened and how it went down. I've been thinking about this ever since. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So the so yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, they had burgers and they're all still they're all still here to tell the tale. But yeah, the, yeah. So Matilda has a habit of watching YouTube videos about making things and yeah. you know food and wants to make it. So we had a one pot carbonara thing which all burnt to the bottom and i spent about three hours later on that <laughs> evening scraping it off um and then yeah there so she so she quite likes cooking and so she would have yeah she would have cooked so i yeah i think i i think uh fine good i was just i was just very impressed yeah 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 no no it's and yeah and and so Hal has to be the waiter. So you have to you have to sit in the living room. <laughs> oh, I've got a lovely impression of him in a little suit. Yeah, yeah, no, he doesn't have the suit, but he has. Um, yeah, he comes in with a bit of paper and and uh, says what the menu is, and then gets you to choose, and then says, "Well, actually, we're only cooking this," and then <laughs> says in a lovely way, "Bon appetit," and leave you know leaves again. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. Sure, magical is strictly accurate, but I mean, it, you know. <laughs> it, it, and then there's a lot of there's a lot of well, you've got to do this and then do this and stop doing that, and it all gets a bit hectic. And then he'll yeah. eat all the crisps, and um, it's all <laughs> it, it can, you know, Matilda come can become a bit, you know, Marco Pierre White or one of the other ones, Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> get very angry in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, so I think it's just a phase. Well, I think you know she'll soon realise that it's easier if mummy or daddy cook cook the <laughs> meals for her um yeah Layla this week so Layla's my youngest she's seven and this week she's taken to because because normally I don't have to make packed lunches for school I do the washing up and I take the bins out that's my role my yes. wife makes packed lunches and is allowed to gossip and so <laughs> so I uh so I don't usually make the packed lunches and I know that my wife doesn't particularly like making the packed lunches so Layla has started taking orders down and has started making the packed lunches for the next day, which is great. So she's also taken up that role of someone who wants to make stuff. Oh. But I don't know what the packed lunches are like, but I'm sure they're they're delightful. Oh. Well, I feel like we've just created quite the league table of our children, and my children are not faring well <laughs> in this at the moment. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon maybe you'll you'll come home one night this week to a surprise candlelit dinner for two that's been made by your children. Yeah. I I look forward to that day. I can't wait to hear how it goes. Uh, any other business? Harry, you got anything else to say? Oh, yeah. Well, just on the cucumber sandwiches, famously, well, actually, it's quite a good link, actually. My, uh, my dad, on, on, a, on a Sunday evening, would make the packed lunch for us to go to school with on Monday. And he'd always make cheese and cucumber sandwiches and I I don't know what he did with them, but they would oh, they'd all go soggy because the cucumber, you know, make them the night before. So the cucumbers is um, draining into the bread overnight <laughs> and then they would get hot in your lunchbox. And it, I mean, it, it, they were quite famous in our house as being the most horrific things that anyone ever, <laughs> ever <laughs> tasted. And then he refused, you know, he then refused to make them, which was a great relief. But, because um, you moaned yeah. about them. Because you moaned about them. Yeah. And then, you know, the good old, there are people starving in Ethiopia came out. Yeah. And I said, they will send them to him then if it's going to make them feel better. 
Well, on that bombshell. Yeah. Have a good week. <laughs> okay. Uh, have, a, have a good week, everyone. And thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. Take care. Bye. Cheerio. Bye.